1: is Impacting Jamaica. My name is John Myers. In this edition, we speak with Kimberly Stiff, Assistant Vice President of Marketing Communications at the Port Authority of Jamaica, PAJ. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, Kimberly.
2: Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here.
1: The Port Authority of Jamaica recently undertook a $500 million upgrade of the Ocho Rios Fishing Village. Tell us, how was it decided on and exactly what did the upgrade entail?
2: The Rios Fishing Village is actually a key strategic development of the Port Authority of Jamaica. Um, the enhancement is a component of the overall development plan which spans between Reynolds Pier and the Port Authority's cruise port terminal that's in Rios. I'm not sure if you or your listeners would be aware, but the Fishing Village had existed pre the present enhancements that one would experience if they visited the facility prior to our development, the area was a little bit rundown. It was in a poor state, derelict buildings, not well kept, there was no formal arrangements, illicit activities were being done there, etc. And this became um, a deterrent to, to visitors and the locals alike because of safety and security concerns. Because of the proximity, or I should say the location, as I had explained earlier, it is nestled between both ports. It became a concern for cruise interest. And the cruise lines, they raised the matter, saying that they thought that if we had enhanced the facility, created more of an inviting space, one which was perceived to be readily safe and accessible to visitors, it would really enhance our cruise product in Ocho Rios. And that was the underpinning um, premise for the whole development.
1: Do you think you achieved your objective of transforming the location?
2: Well, most definitely. The Ocheros Fishing Village, or I should say the new Ocheros Fishing Village, which is dubbed the Ultimate Chill Spot, is um, a beautifully enhanced facility, which has maintained the natural attributes of the area. So it had a spring and we we maintained that. It still has the authentic rustic look. with the fishermen and their fishing boats alongside the beach it has a lovely beach view it has a nice pavilion that persons can sit and have a meal they can line with friends just just chill and enjoy the vibe and the scenery and it's ideally welcoming to anyone both visitors and locals alike So it is a new state-of-the-art facility that is quite attractive and we have received many commendations from persons both locally and overseas as well as cruise interests in terms of the work which we have done and we're quite pleased with the progress we have made with the development and we continue to make.
1: Describe for us exactly what was done.
2: All right um, we created a A mini complex that comprises of shops and restaurants. It has approximately eight shops offering food, art and craft, as well as convenience stores. As I mentioned earlier, there is a natural spring, which is still located on the facility. There is an area where persons can go and purchase fish because um, the fishermen still, we still allow the fishermen to undertake their craft from the area. So we have an agreement with them. So it's, it's, it's a little bit more of an inviting space for you to go and visit and purchase fish or seafood if you would like. We have a pavilion, as I had mentioned before, and persons can go and sit and enjoy the scenery and the view, as well as have a meal. So we have created a space that has the amenities that would be necessary if you were to visit any kind of retail experience area bathrooms have been upgraded, parking facilities have been upgraded. The whole aesthetics of the place has been drastically improved and it's very inviting and welcoming just in look and feel as well as the warmth of the people who are at the facility providing services.
1: How many shops are at the location and um, what are the offerings?
2: There are 18 shops, there are restaurants providing seafood, um, there's some specialize in seafood, some specialize in breakfast items, some provide everything natural, natural, or should I say vegetarian type cuisine, as well as local cuisine. So there is a mix, there's an array, there's something for everybody, as well as you may, there's um, there's also a pastry offering, there's also a pastry shop offering um, sweets and treats. You may also purchase Art and craft, so you have that retail experience offering as well, and there are also convenience stores, which you may get um, visiting tourists, they may need something in between screw stops, so they are able to do so at a convenience store that is there. It also provides an opportunity to just chill, drink, have a drink and enjoy. The, the, the view is, is fantastic. As I said, it's a beachside attraction. So it's, it's a place that is safe and secure for persons to just go and hang out with their friends or family.
1: So essentially, you've added to the attractions that are available for persons to partake in in the Ocheris area.
2: Well, it is an additional attraction. Yes, we have also created a safe space. As I said before, the concerns were that it was not formalized. So it kind of attracted persons who were peddling contraband and doing other activities which were not legal. So based on its proximity, that, had a, that presented somewhat of a risk to the business. So we have sought to mitigate against that risk by providing an area that is safe and secure in which people can either walk through to go from port to port, or they can visit to experience the retail space, of the, the cuisine, the food, or the vibe.
1: Given the nature of the type of activities that you mentioned that used to occur at the particular location before the upgrade, what did you do to, in, to get them to buy into the vision that you have for that particular location?
2: First of all, Port Authority ensured that the original shop owners that were at the area were given first rights to access shops when the facility was upgraded. So the same persons who were there before are the same persons who are there now. These are typical average Jamaicans who we have given an opportunity to develop their businesses. We also invested in them. We provided trading courses, we provided um, support in terms of helping them to manage their businesses through sessions where they understand, um, we were, they were made to understand proper financial management, customer service, et cetera. We explained to them that if they maintained the facility, it would redound well to their own business. It would increase their profitability. So it was a mutually beneficial understanding between both groups. So they understood what was at stake and how they would benefit and um they there they wasn't an issue they immediately bought into the plan and they do like the place and they play their part in ensuring that it is kept well and maintained initially there was a period there was a grace period in which we allowed them to transition understanding that before they it was an informal arrangement But however, sometime now there is a formalized rental agreement with all the shop owners and persons understand that they have to honor this agreement. And like with any other lease agreement, if you don't pay, there are consequences. So everyone understands what's at stake and more or less, everyone has complied. The facility is situated in the heart of Rios, and a, a great aspect of Jamaica's appeal to tourists is our authenticity in terms of our people and our culture. And in order for us to continue to maintain that appeal, it was important for us to ensure that the community, the persons who are indigenous to the area were kept so that they could bring to this facility that kind of vibe, that kind of realness that kind of cultural experience and melting pot that would be created with them there in the space that tourists want to come and experience. Additionally, the page also start to Strengthen the economic fabric within the community of Rios. Typically, most of the communities in which we operate, we try to provide some form of improvement and enhancement to the area, so that the community members are able to benefit directly from the developments and the investments that we do make. So it was important for us to ensure that the community persons were able to benefit directly from this development and not other external investors.
1: For those who have not yet visited what would you say to to them at this point
2: the facility is awesome it offers the best in seafood it offers the best in food in general it offers an idyllic vibe the best beachside view ever as well as its ultimate place for you to chill and relax it's not far from kingston it's less than a 40 minute drive you come you enjoy the appeal and the vibe of being out of town, relaxing on the North Coast, having a great meal, being able to, to vibe with friends and family. It's just an awesome overall experience.
1: Are there any plans to do anything more with that particular location?
2: Yeah, we're considering to what other kind of water activities can be added. So there are more offerings at the attraction itself. So if whether it is a mini boat ride or some kind of snorkeling activity, as I told you before, a natural spring runs through the facility which we have maintained. Also a promenade is being, well, it's in its advanced stages you now of completion that links both um, ports. So persons will be able to walk by and have um, an extended experience, extended views. They can come and shop. So we're trying to create a Entire experience along that coastline there for both locals and tourists. It's very popular amongst locals, I must say. We have a few restaurants that are, that are, that are very popular. There, are, they are, they are, <laughs> they are, what should I say, you know, superstars in their own right. So the facility is well known. Um, Jungle-y Seafood is, is a, is a staple in Otreo. So is Lobster Dave. So it's a hit amongst locals and I'm quite sure it will be the same for visitors.
1: Does the PAGA provide any form of support for them in terms of marketing?
2: Yes, we we market the facility. So that is our responsibility. And we also partner with shop owners on initiatives. They have done a few themed nights as well as uh, specific events there to which we partner and provide support. From time to time, we will do um, various activities and events such as outside broadcasts, et cetera, to bring some visibility to the shops as well as to the facility. But by and large, we provide uh, marketing support in general for the fishing village on, on a whole, as well as individual shops that, where the need may arise.
1: Is the venue one which can host uh, entertainment events? So if, say, private uh, persons want to host events there, uh, can it facilitate?
2: The facility allows for private events. So there is a rental package We also allow photography. So wedding pictures are done there, photo shoots, birthdays, etc. Special events, that's done at the facility as well.
1: We're speaking with Kimberly Stiff, Assistant Vice President for Marketing Communications at the Port Authority of Jamaica. The Port Authority also did extensive work to develop a cruise port in Port Royal, as well as to rebuild the jetty that existed in the community. Tell us about that and exactly what was done.
2: Typically, when we undertake any new development, we try and engage the community before we begin, sensitize them to the nature of the development, listen to their concerns, almost like a knowledge sharing experience to see or highlight any issues they have, how we may assist, and to just let them feel as if they are part of the whole enhancement of the area in which they live. When we were in the process of developing the Port Royal cruise port, we met with a few stakeholder groups, one of which were the fishermen in Port Royal, and they highlighted the fact that the jetty, which is very, very significant in their ability to undertake commercial activities was in a deplorable state of disrepair. As a result, we had our engineering team make an assessment and an evaluation. And um, they recognized that it was not only adversely impacting their ability to provide excursions as well as to fish but also served as a hazard, a risk for general security and safety of persons who are using the area. Now, considering that we'd be having much more activity in Port Royal as a result of our two investments, both in the cruise port as well as Fort Charles, we believe that this would not only redound to the benefit of the community members, but also to us as visitors that would be engaging in the space would likely be using the area. So we were able to undertake the rehab, the total rehabilitation of the ferry of the, the pair, which is commonly referred to as a the jetty there. It's from which persons who are going to the Keys or persons who also want to go to, to meet other yachts or to just facilitate the fishermen moving from place to place, as well as those persons who provide tours and excursion, that's where persons would start. That's where they would embark to start their journey. So it was very important for us to improve the area to ensure its safety, and it is something that would have benefited the community immensely, as it impacted their ability to be commercially viable and enhance their economic opportunities.
1: So the jetty, in essence, is an important economic enabler for Port Royal.
2: Port Royal, yes it is.
1: For those who are not aware of the jetty, uh, can you tell us exactly where it's located and uh, describe for us how it looks now?
2: It is located directly beside the police station in Port Royal or opposite the original Gloria's. And for those persons who would have experienced the ferry service, the ferry ride, when it was operational, that would have been the pier from which you would have embarked on the ferry. So... It is directly in the heart of Port Royal. It now has smooth flooring and protective mechanisms to either side to ensure um, persons are aware of where they're stepping and that they'll be able to move around without any hazard or any concerns about breakage or sharp objects being left around that would cause damage or injury.
1: How does this fit in with your plans to establish uh, Port Royal and uh, Kingston in general as a cruise destination?
2: Well, as I explained earlier, excursions are are done. The residents of Port Royal they provide excursions either to the Keys or just around the harbour from that area. So it will enable us to be to offer those kinds of attractions took visitors to the area as well as there is being there there's a contemplation of resuming the first service from which it would embark persons would embark from the jetty pair so it would be useful to to rehabilitate the the, the facility well it will it would um, augment the tourist offerings but ideally it was really focused on enabling the commercial viability of the residents of Port Royal. That was the primary focus. But as I said, there are other benefits to the upgrade. They are grateful and appreciative of the that the repairs were done. It has benefited them immensely. They also are aware that they played a part in ensuring its maintenance and upkeep. So it's a partnership. But as I said before, they were severely impacted by not having the use of the fare. So now that it is back after the upgrade, to facilitate their commercial activities, they're quite pleased and
1: grateful. Kivala Stiff, thank you for being with us on Impacting Jamaica.
2: Thanks for having me. It
0: was my pleasure. Impacting Jamaica was brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Harib Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. You join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or on Deezer. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy.